You ever just want to do trashy things with classy people? Like, if you do trashy things with trashy people, they take it too far. They'll be like, fuck it, I'll go to jail, I don't care. But classy people are like, hmm, you know what, I'll take it to the edge, but we won't jump because I got work at 9 a.m. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Dwayne, a.k.a. Buddy the Elf. <laughs> Smiling is my favorite. <laughs> Cotton heady. Headed. I love Buddy the Elf. I am. Uh, yeah, I love that movie so much. Um, I don't love that uh, Zoe Deschanel is blonde headed because I fell in love with her as a brunette. Yes, I love her as a brunette. But she's she's still a good enough character for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I get her mixed up with this other actress all the time. And I cannot think of her name right now. But if I could, <laughs> you would know who I'm talking about. I can't help you. One of them did the show New Girl and the other did the show Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Gotcha. I know yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. See? <clears throat> Don't they look yeah. alike to you? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't separate them in my head, but. <laughs> All right, Doya. So what's going on? What you drinking? All that fun stuff. It is Christmas time. And it's Christmas officially Christmas time, time for you. Uh, November 1st is not the first day of Christmas, but whatever. <laughs> that's the that's the Charlie Brown song. I know, but I was just, I was still ranting about people who were like complaining. Anyways, I did watch the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Right. And you liked so, it? It was fine. <laughs> I, Snoop, Snoopy is like, I fucks with Snoopy, but he's shady as fuck. He was popping popcorn for oh. Charlie's meal. Oh, he really <laughs> and shady. whip out a whole turkey for him at Woodstock. What? <laughs> he real shady. He don't be having time for that shit. <laughs> Charlie had, um, sandwiches and Snoop, Snoopy was helping him with popcorn and I was like child <laughs> meanwhile you have a whole turkey in your house but okay <laughs> okay and then like when uh, is it Lucy was putting the football out for Charlie to kick mm-hmm. and I, was, I just sighed I was like Charlie and then he ran and I was like damn it <laughs> always he falls for it every time every time I just I just want so much more for him. By the way, I just finished Girlfriends, and that finale was the most non-finale finale I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't a finale. The show got canceled. They didn't know it was going to be over. Oh. Yeah, that was like a big thing back then. And like... Because I was like, it doesn't make any sense. And Mm-mm. she's like, oh, great, he's coming back home. And then it was no more show. Yeah. And they're Mm-mm. trying to force the game on me. Or Netflix is trying to force the game on me. And when... <laughs> When everybody got the game back on BET, they tried mm-hmm. to get girlfriends back too to at least give us a finale. That's all we need. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So weird. Mm. So shady. Shady. <clears throat> but um, so I decided um I'm checking out this new show called The Office. <laughs> Have you heard of it? <laughs> 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 Doyen, <laughs> there's no way 
There's no way we I haven't mean, talked about I the see... office. Yeah, I mean, I've seen episodes here and there, but I haven't watched it from beginning to end. So I'm pretending it's Bears, a Beats, show. and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretending this is a brand new show, and I don't care what y'all think. <laughs> Have you ever seen also, though, that first season? Is really wonky, but I love it. I love that first season. The first episode was better than I remembered it. I think what it threw me off was when they did the diversity training episode. <laughs> That's what I was like. I love the, the diversity training. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Prison <Tony>. Lastly. <laughs> it, was, it was such a mess. It was a whole You got to hurry up because <laughs> I think they're going to take it off of Netflix. I know. That's why I started it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, procrastination nation <laughs> unite tomorrow um and then one of my friends said that i had to watch the color purple before 2020 is over um excuse me yes you um no Mm-mm. how how did we not <laughs> know this i i thought i got watched bits and pieces but i haven't watched the whole thing in one sitting so now I had to watch the color purple. I would have made that the first movie. <laughs> like color purple and coming to America. I, those would have been the first two movies. But you've seen coming, I've to, seen America. coming to America, right? I remember you mm-hmm. saying that. But I can't believe I didn't ask about color purple. Yeah. Let me know when you watch <laughs> it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it on us for movie night unless you want to because it's a little long but um let me know when you watch it i need to watch it with you because i need to know all of your reactions (laughs) (laughs) Ah, here we go i just gotta figure out where it's streaming or whatever i don't think we ever mentioned school days (laughs) so the last movie night we had we've had a couple of weeks off but the last one we had I introduced School Days, and I was so excited because I knew <laughs> Doyen had not seen it. We had, I talked about it earlier, and I was so excited. And I was so excited. <laughs> I like Spike Lee. I like his just wayward way of making any movie. But I was like, he didn't have to give us full songs for the musical pieces. I mean, <laughs> full this is why the movie was so damn long. Songs. <laughs> full songs. Yeah. Yeah, full size. And at the end, I was like, what? <laughs> but again, <laughs> wake up, niggas. <laughs> Spike Lee. Right, That's Spike like, Lee. Okay. That's Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I have turned half a quarter eighth of a shade blacker. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm drinking today, I'm calling it a horchata. Because it's a horchata mixed with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could call it a horchata if you will. <laughs> Speaking, okay, I'm I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna come back to that. I've actually never had horchata like at the restaurant, um, and I don't know why. You think I'll like it? Well, no, it's the whiskey horchata. Yeah, I mean, they I, serve like them it's at, an alcoholic horchata. Right, but, but they serve them at... Either. Yeah, they serve them at the Mexican restaurant all the time. I always see it, and I'm like, mm, I'm uncertain. But there's a margarita. <laughs> exactly! Exactly! <laughs> and I can buy it by the picture, so it's like... <laughs> right. 
I yeah, I've never had it at the restaurant either. I might need to try it. Is it does it put you in the mind of rum chata eggnog? Because all of them taste the same to me. Eggnog yeah, is a little spicier, but yeah, I think the the whiskey I put in was like a little bit orangey okay. too, so it's like an orange cinnamon taste. Okay, it's pretty good. Okay, so um. Anything bringing you any joy this week? Um, I keep going back to the the chick on TikTok with her fake toddler. Like every day, <laughs> I get on TikTok, and I don't go to following. I just go to my for you, and yeah. I just hope to see yeah. her again. Yeah, like your for it's just you, so funny to me. Your for you, the more you like, the more it'll mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the more it'll truly yeah. be for you. But yes, yeah, stuff you There's like a- repeatedly. It'll keep coming up. Yeah. There's a guy that is like a fake McDonald's employee. And I think he's funny, but like, I think it's weird when guys want to put on wigs and pretend to be women for comedy. Yeah. But it's still funny. So I still keep watching. <laughs> yeah. I'm real selective about that. Um, Cause yeah, I think it's weird too. I think he's the only one that I've still entertaining in that space yeah. but yeah <laughs> like i i haven't followed any of them and mm-hmm. at one while i wouldn't even like them like i wouldn't even like their videos even if i found them funny just because i just mm-hmm. had a thing about it but i do mm-hmm. like some of them now yeah you know it's funny because one day he he was like he came in with a red shirt and he's like oh i just finished interviewing at chick-fil-a and he'll still be rude to everybody. I'm like, what are you going to do at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to work at Chick-fil-A? Right. Talking to people like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so we all know that this past week was Thanksgiving. And I made my bread, which was a focaccia. And it was delish. So I was so proud of my bed, my bed, my bread. Um, I cut it in half. I kept half at the house and I took half to my granny's. And she was like, did you bring the bread? I want to try it. And I said, yeah. And I took it out and stuck it in the oven to like warm it up and everything. And she looks at it and she goes, this ain't nothing but a whole cake. <laughs> Speaking of whole chata. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> she said, she said, this is a whole cake. And my mom got up and went and looked at it. She said, mm-hmm, sure is. And I was like, excuse me, what is a whole cake? Right. So, so I uh, text Shonda and told her, because she's the one that gave me the recipe. And mm-hmm. she she had one idea of what a whole cake was. So she Googled it. And the article that she found proved that she and Granny were both correct. So... Granny said that when my great-grandma would make biscuits and have too much dough left over, she would just flatten it out and make a hoe cake. That's really all it was. Whereas Shonda (laughs) thought hot water cornbread was a hoe cake. But according to the article, some people do it with meal. Some people do it with flour. So either way, it's fine. I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Granny called hot water bread hot water bread. But she called my focaccia a hoe cake. (laughs) (laughs) So we had so, cake. Yeah. So I was like, <coughs> when you were talking about bread, I was thinking the other type of bread I made, which is like one of those like circular mounds of bread. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, what you made. I feel like I 
now that you made it, I think I can make it as well. So just share the recipe. But uh, I don't like the way you said so that. It makes me bread. feel like you're saying, if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> no, but I just say that just we, we are similar in our ability to follow directions. Apart from yeah, but you you bake. Flour in. I think you're more. Of, <laughs> I think you're more of a baker. So, guys, it took me two tries. So the first time, you know, you have to you have to let it rest a whole bunch of times, and so mm-hmm. I walk away to let it rest for about ten minutes, and I come back, and I was like. Why does my dough look like batter? <laughs> so I stuck my finger in it and it was like freaking pancake batter. So <laughs> I call Shonda and I'm like, okay, something has gone wrong. So after we kind of troubleshoot back and forth, come to find out I used cake flour <laughs> instead of all purpose flour. And I was like, girl, I ain't got no all purpose flour. I got cake, fl- I got cake flour, I got coconut flour, I got almond flour, and I got some self rising flour. She was like, well, use the self rising. That's as close as, you know, to all purpose as you got. So I used the self rising flour, and lo and behold, the next time it looks like dough. I was like, okay, we working with something now. And that final time you let it rest, you have to let it rest for two to three hours. I went ahead and let it sit for the full three hours because I was doing something else anyway. Um, Yeah, and just pop it in the oven for a good 20 minutes. And I mean, delish. Mm. So I did make my full Thanksgiving. And um, it looks great. I'm not making Christmas because he doesn't want to have to wash dishes after me. After everything that I cooked. <laughs> I'm like, what are we going to eat for Christmas then? It looks great. <laughs> it, it looks great. I was like, oh, I'll tell you as a grown up. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, a whole Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so we're just eating turkey for the rest of our lives. It's okay. Listen, I ate up the last of the turkey the other day. And I was like, I am so tired of turkey. I don't know what to do. I the turkey was so good we got it smoked I said mm-hmm. when I was getting ready to come home I told my mom I was like fix me a lot of it to take home because I'm gonna make some turkey salad I done ate sandwiches I ain't made no turkey salad <laughs> it was just so good like I didn't want to do anything to compromise that flavor it was so good so yeah yeah ours was good as well um so I had made mashed potatoes. Nobody really ate it. So the next day I made shepherd's pie with it, which is just like ground yeah. beef and veggies. Yeah. So that was I don't mine. like shepherd's pie. Oh, it's one of the few things I like from British people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure if I had your shepherd's pie, I would like it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure if I tried to make it myself, I would like it. But when I hear shepherd's pie, all I think of is elementary cafeteria food because they used to serve shepherd's pie and that was when I first heard of shepherd's pie I never heard of that and Mm -hmm. they put that on my tray and I was like the fuck (laughs) (laughs) this does not look appetizing at all (laughs) no the first time I had it was when I was in England and my uncle's wife white woman made it I think she was like Irish or whatever She's like real, like real white British or whatever people in that area. But anyways, she made it and I liked it. And then like sometimes I would make it because like now potatoes are part of Whole30. So I can make it in my diet and stuff like that. 
And then it's just a good lazy meal because I had all that yeah. mashed potatoes. I knew I wasn't going to eat it like that. So, yeah. I was sad. The first thing that ran out was a sweet potato casserole. I'm like, ain't no more sweet potato casserole. <laughs> Now I gotta wait till Christmas to make another one. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> but yeah, you don't need all that richness right now. Mm-mm. Um, So I will tell you what has been really giving me a kiki. And I didn't even notice it at first. Let me tell you something about y'all. Y'all are so creative. <laughs> All the different names for the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen a panoramic. I have seen a Panera, Panda, Panama, a Panchetta, (laughs) the Panty. Panty is my favorite right now. Panty is my favorite as well. Uh, Pancake, just anything that starts P-A-N. And it is just my favorite thing. And so I I so I, I spent about a couple of days calling it um uh, the uh panorama because I like that. I like that. I, <laughs> I, I like that one a lot. Um I called it a pancreas a couple of times. I just I just enjoy it because listen, it's here, we might as well have some fun with it, right? Right. <laughs> Speaking of a panty. Have you been seeing the drama about True Kitchen on your timeline? I was going to bring it up, too. (laughs) So, funny thing about it is, like, my friend, like, yesterday, yeah, she was texting about, like, they're about to open up their reservations for the second half of December, because they sell out quick, but... Of the the my main takeaway from that video was that everybody was too fucking close and there were no dividers and it was no. <laughs> like why are all of y'all even there? It's like just uh you know what? I've I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. But it was like why oh my god. Oh my god. It is it's the new it's spot for black people, especially black people of a certain means. In and the middle so, of a panoramic? They don't God. care. God. Every weekend, somebody's like, what's the hot spot this weekend? I'm like, yo, house. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. Everywhere else is a hot spot for COVID. So exactly. <laughs> please stay at home. Exactly. But they, nobody listens to me. But yeah, like, so I think they have, <sighs> it's just so many issues. People have been talking about it all day because, of course, it was in my city. And I'm just like... <sighs> He just shouldn't have gotten to that point where he yelled that hard. Right. Um, it was ridiculous. You have all this DJ music. And, like, if this was in Atlanta, like, it would be no issue. And that's what I thought when I saw this bus. I was like, this is why we're never going to be Atlanta. <laughs> like, we're never going to be, like, that kind of brunch city because people can't even smart. Well, I don't want people on furniture either. But right, because she shouldn't have been on the furniture. On the floor. And let me say <laughs> this. I love watching y'all videos of y'all having fun at brunch pre-Pandorama. Pandorosa. Right. Pre-Pandorosa. I enjoyed watching y'all, you know, have your fun at brunch and dance and swag surfing and stuff. But uh don't get over my uh chicken and waffles doing that shit. Like I it 
I would never be, but at the same time, I would never be at one of those places at that time because I know I don't want people mm-hmm. up dancing around my food. So, yeah. or I would be in a, you know, in a spot, I would be tucked away if I was there. So that being said, but that's not passing, you know, judgment. Those places clearly set the atmosphere for that. And my thing mm-hmm. was, well, nigga, why is you playing throw that ass in a circle if you didn't want her to throw that ass right. in a circle? Right. Talking about it's a family restaurant. Playing throw that ass mm. in a circle? Right. I'm I mean, like, in a perpendicular. Thank <laughs> like, you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, uh, I was just, and, like, from, from some people I've heard, like, their service, like, like, she was even saying, or somebody was talking about how, like, it took them, like, two hours. Like, right. hey, they they didn't have the dishes clean. He should have been in the back washing water Helping wash dishes. So people could yes. get water. Yes. But they got their cocktails. So they've been full of cocktails for two hours waiting for food. Right. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> But you wouldn't worry about this family twerking? Anyways. Like, he could have just... people are also just, like not good at standing for a cause so people are still like well i'm still go <laughs> they're I like mean, i hope you uh boycott so the re- reservations open up but i'm just like i just don't feel like it's safe i'm not going there <laughs> i mean no <laughs> one should y'all. be going anywhere right now but right. i also i don't care if people keep going i mean i i i think what bothers me the most is that it doesn't seem like he's learned his lesson because he's being very petty in the comments mm-hmm. when really all he had to do was say you know what y'all it was crowded i was tired and i lost it and i shouldn't have mm-hmm. i really right. he should have gone to that girl and asked her please get off my furniture and left it at that yeah. <laughs> you know yeah yeah because she I absolutely just... should not have been on the furniture yeah it was just it's such a shitty like PR situation and he's not backing down off of it. Right. He's still he is doubling about down. It. <laughs> yeah. But he's he still has <laughs> somebody said us Pangea fans watching uh the True Kitchen fans and um it was Blue Ivy looking down over at the <laughs> thing. So Pangea is another newer black owned restaurant. Um they're kind of more in the Plano area. And we're not throwing asses in a circle over there, but I, I should be told I haven't actually dined in there. Like I picked up food and stuff like that, but I haven't yeah. dined in there. Yeah. But we just we're a different clientele. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, anywho, I, I, it it gave me a good laugh for the day. Yeah, it gave me I a mean, good it laugh. It's still for the day. going on. I'm like, I'm done with this conversation, but. Apparently nobody else is. Okay. So um, we're gonna move. No, I'm gonna tell you what I'm drinking. So tonight oh, yeah. I am drinking um eggnog. It is snowing here and I just I was gonna fix a fancy drink. Hey, 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 hey. And it was actually like I hadn't been outside in a minute, but earlier it was actually snowing pretty hard. I mean it's not gonna stick, but so I was like, eggnog it is. And I bought some Southern Comfort well to go in my eggnog. Mm. And Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. I thought you bought the premix one and I don't I don't believe in premix eggnogs. 
Well, the eggnog is Southern Comfort eggnog, but it doesn't have alcohol in it. You have to put your own alcohol in it. But I didn't even, but to that point, I didn't even know that I had Southern Comfort eggnog. I got it in Kroger. I just saw eggnog and grabbed the carton. So, (laughs) didn't know that till I got home. But I had never put Southern Comfort in eggnog before. So, I Mm -hmm. asked um, the uh, guy at the liquor store, I was like, do you think that'll taste good? And he said, yeah. He's like, you know, you pretty much put anything in eggnog. And then he said this guy had just left out and bought vanilla crown for his eggnog and I simultaneously thought okay that sounds pretty good but it also sounds insanely sweet like Mm -hmm. tear my tummy up sweet so I'm scared to try that but even southern comfort is very sweet to me most days yep I was really worried because you know southern comfort just has that real distinctive taste but it's good. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they make eggnog and whiskey. <laughs> so you can combine it. together. <laughs> Alrighty. So we are going to move along to our current events. This is not on the list. But you know, yesterday, I think the Broncos played with no quarterbacks because of COVID. I'm like, how? How did that work out for you? <laughs> They didn't. They, I didn't. I mean, you know, I didn't watch it, but I did hear them say that on the news this morning. And I thought, why couldn't they just call up the NBA people and say, "Hey, how did you pull the bubble off?" and follow that lead? Because they didn't have any cases. Yeah. Well, but they had to live in that bubble for like. So that's what I'm saying. They should have called them and asked them, "How did you pull this off? Like, what were the, what were the rules? Like, how did you do it?" How did you pull the mm-hmm. bubble off? And then follow yeah. that playbook because it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much of the Ravens have COVID right now. Oh, God. So much of that team. And then um, cool thing about COVID was, um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, we got to reach for some real lightnings where they are. Um, the Vanderbilt kicker had COVID. So they called up one of the girls who played on the soccer team. Oh, yay. For Vanderbilt, who just won the championship game. And she was the first woman to play in a Power 5 football That game. is amazing. Yeah. And her helmet said, play like a girl on the back. Damn right. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> no wonder I, like I kept hearing people happy. talk about Vanderbilt. But again, I don't watch the sports, so I did not know what was going on people were talking about. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Another thing that happened this past weekend was uh, the Soul Trade Awards. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I even know it happened was because um, I follow Jasmine Sullivan on Instagram. And she's like, I performed at the Soul Trade Awards. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> it happened. I wouldn't have known otherwise. So, uh, just want to go over some of the stuff that won. Summer Walker's debut album, Over It, won Album of the Year. I think she deserved. Yes. For some reason, Chris Brown won 12 awards, and I still don't know why. <laughs> the world may never know. Um, I, don't, I don't even know the last time he put something out, but to be honest, I haven't really listened to anything of his in so long. Mm-hmm. I do know he puts stuff out often, and he'll put out like a goddamn 45-track <laughs> album. <laughs> so, I don't know. 
Yeah, his song Go Crazy, which is a collab with Young Thug, yeah. won three awards, including Song of the Year. I don't know what song that is. <laughs> Her won two awards. She was Best um, R&B Soul Female Artist and the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award for I Can't Breathe. Hmm. Uh, Meg the Stallion won off of Savage. Body yada 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 yada. <laughs> That's I'm just I just randomly bust out singing that throughout the day. I can't help it. Beyonce shared the video of the year award for Brown Skin Girl with Blue Ivy. You mean Blue Ivy and... decided to share with Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's also nominated for a Grammy for the best music video. Yes. Um, Snow Allegra. I don't know who that is, but they're a Swedish singer songwriter. <laughs> and they took best new artist. Um, she is pretty dope. Um, I do like her album. It's um, but it is one of those things like you know, white girl winning all the R and B awards. But mm-hmm. I do like her album, and I and I like her. Brandy and Monica both received awards. Brandy took the Soul Train Certified Award, and Monica received the Lady of Soul Award. Um, of course, Kirk Franklin took the Best Gospel Award because who else? Who else? <laughs> <laughs> who else was um, um was Kanye nominated for that one, or is he nominated for the Grammy? Maybe. I don't know. Because I, I mean, I w- he's nominated for Best Gospel Album for something, but I couldn't remember mm-hmm. the award. But I'm going to be mad if he wins it. That's all. Oh, I at one point I was like, let's talk about why he named his political party the birthday party. Because <sighs> he's stupid. It didn't make any sense. So he was like, basically, when I think... um. Kim was pregnant with North North Soldis, right? Uh-huh. They were like, we thought about having an abortion, and then we we're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we I, hate I abortions. Heard, I heard that and I'm story. like, that, that doesn't was, make any fucking stupid. sense. Stupid. <laughs> He's stupid. He is. Anyways, so we're gonna go on to the fashion of the BT Awards. So, um, Brandy Evans, I love this dress. Yes. <laughs> Um, I just and it's like velvet, but then like the little cut and everything. I love her dress. Anyways, I was um, happy to see her and um, 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 what's his name? Ah, Uncle Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy um, to see them together. Brandy Norwood showed up. How Brandy Norwood shows up? <laughs> Somebody said she looked like Dumbledore. <laughs> That she she wore the same outfit for her performance, but she had like a a a cape on over it. I don't know, but they put up a picture of her and a picture of Dumbledore. Who wore this? It was like she was wearing her dress robes. (laughs) What I did love about Ellen Nicole was these like ankle length braids. But I know my tender-headed ass could not have sat down for that <laughs> at all. Um, I did love An- Andra. Andra? Andra Day. Day. Mm-hmm. Andra. Yeah. I love her outfit. I love her haircut. Like, I almost didn't recognize her because of that haircut. Because I'm so used to her having mm-hmm. the, you know, 
Buffon or however you say it. And yeah, I almost didn't recognize her. She looked good. What did you think about Tisha Campbell's outfit? Um, you know what? It, no, I. I, <laughs> I like to see people take risk for musical mm-hmm. awards. I think mm-hmm. Grammys, Soul Train Awards, AMAs. I love to see people take risk and try to do something funky for a music awards. Like save the gowns for the Oscars and the Globes. But I, I, you know, that's that's what I'm gonna say about her outfit. Did she? So I didn't I watch see. the show. So I don't. Did she hurt herself? Like why did she have a cane? I thought it was part of the aesthetic. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't know. I was like, does she, why does she have a cane? <laughs> like, I see what she was trying to do, but then it was like a <laughs> auntie couture. <laughs> I don't know why it tickles me so when people start off with, well, I see what you were trying to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I see what you were attempting. Didn't the way get there. I think I would have been okay if she didn't like put on the extra black of her like leather leggings with the top. I don't know. I don't know. I did see clips of her and Tashina, um, you know, doing little skits throughout the show, and I Mm -hmm. thought they were hilarious. They make a good duo. Babyface just went to the back of his closet and was like, "Where are these Adidas? (laughs) Give me a jacket." So, um, yeah. So glad that you know they still had it. I hope everybody was safe with it. Oh, I did want to say that I saw the cipher, and first of all, I didn't even recognize Stokely. So there's that. Um, not that I, I think see Stokely, huh? As I see Stokely, I feel like I have a um kimono like the one he had on. I I didn't even recognize him. But um, Shanice sounded great. Shantae sounded great. Like, and they looked great. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Come yeah. on, people!" Shantae, Charlie Wilson looked like Charlie Wilson. Looked like Charlie Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> he been, and he really wow. been looking like Charlie Wilson for a long time. <laughs> All right, I need to see his baby pictures. I just want to know Charlie Wilson, like. <laughs> just a smaller version. <laughs> Yeah. Now he looks like Charles Wilson. Mm. <laughs> he's he's past Charlie. <laughs> Anyways, um so this is not a drill. Michael B. Jordan is joining OnlyFans. Okay. Oh, and like I wanna be excited, but I feel like it's not gonna be no filth. Like it's just gonna be like him. Oh, you know it ain't gonna be no filth. It's gonna be soft porn. Very soft. Right. Like uh <laughs> TBS will show it. Well, maybe not TBS. Uh, Fox, F- FX, FX will show it. <laughs> yeah, he said a count dedicated to Murphy, his beard, which yeah, Murphy. That is whack, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, your beard, that's not what I wanted to see, but okay. Like he's going to be <laughs> eating stuff. So I thought, yeah, this is going to be real like soft porn, but it's going to be like, yeah. I'm not paying for that. Like standard cable won't show it, but FX will. Oh yeah, FX definitely will. I'm like in oh. HBO. 
Yeah, but it's it's not even strong. Like HBO gonna give it a G rating or whatever they give their rating for kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be on the children's HBO channel. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, I I don't know. I feel a way about these celebrities doing OnlyFans, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's like, y'all already make enough money. Why they do, and money? they're pulling away from the creators who really depend on OnlyFans for their income. I'm just like, eh. They say Tiger's showing dick and all. <laughs> Tiger. What? Tiger. No, no. Oh, Tiger. <laughs> but, but Tiger oh, Woods my. might. <laughs> Tiger Woods. I'm not saying he was like uh, he did bust really bad in the last <laughs> golf game, baby. It is time for him to anyway, listen. And um, I saw a a pick, and it was nice. It was a nice. Tiger Woods. No, Tiger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm never sorry. talking about Tiger Woods' dick ever, <laughs> ever. Sorry. Yeah, like he's been having full on porn. Like, yeah enjoyable so of course the Grammys came out with their nominees Beyonce is now the most nominated person doesn't matter because they're not going to give her her things Hmm. but people are complaining about the black representation in 2020 nominees and so they gave a long boring spiel they're like black music is not a monolith and they add that it's a historic year for historic uh Grammy nominations as 10 black people were nominated in the top four categories and more than 20 black nominees are represented in the general fields it's just and also for the f- oh go ahead but we the thing about it is we just don't we just know they're not gonna do right <laughs> like, like I it's clearly a committee of all whites who don't know anything about the pulse of I don't want to say the nation but you know they don't know anything about what's going on right now the it's people that they world. picked I, and and don't get me wrong some good picks are on there I am very excited for Chloe and Hallie like uh, you, I'm always excited for Blue and, Be- and, and her background singer Beyonce <laughs> like I'm always happy for them <laughs> but like that rap category mm, and it's just like Anyway, I just wish that they, I wish there was clear criteria that there was a rubric mm-hmm. um, because it just smells more and more of payola. Like who, who has the label who's willing to push them through or the mm-hmm. backing to push them through? Yeah. Apparently Beyonce's. <laughs> well, and Beyonce's work is good. Like, I don't want to discredit anybody's work. But no, apparently not Beyonce. Because like you said, they nominate her, but they don't give her her things. Well, they pay enough to get her nominated. They they nominate, <laughs> they nominate Beyonce because they want her there. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think, um, oh, I don't remember what year that was. That they nominated Jay-Z for a whole bunch of shit. And had him sitting in the front goddamn row and he didn't win a Mm -hmm. thing. And I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, does that matter? No. But the thing about it is also, I think I saw a record that said he has now tied somebody for the most actual Grammys received. 
Jay Z has. But anyway, um, no, it doesn't matter. But it's like you do things to get black artists there because you know performing black artists is who's gonna pull your ratings. We're gonna draw mm-hmm. the crowd, but then you don't mm-hmm. give us our things. Yeah. So is it Uchiwale on one mic? Like make your make your mind up. Yeah. I want her. I want Beyonce to ignore them. Like she she ignored the uh, BT awards. Be like, except on video check. because <laughs> they stay like shading her. Yeah. Like yeah. Stay shading her. Yeah. But you know. Respectability politics is a thing, so she'll probably be there. Anyways, <laughs> um, so between the time that I found this article and today, so there was this mysterious silver monolith that showed up in Utah, and everybody was like, Where did this come from? They weren't sharing where it was, and then it disappeared and showed up again in Romania. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it's popped back up. <laughs> yeah, there was another article. They was like, yeah, we found this in Romania. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, White people <laughs> have too much time on their hands. <laughs> like, but what if it really that, is aliens? I mean, we know it's that, people, but I'm just saying, what if? I mean, who set up a monolith there and then was like, eh, it's not going to work. Let's go ahead and move it to Romania. <laughs> like they may be trying to get data. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, you and know what? I, Americans suck. <laughs> I shared an article with my friends and it was this animal. We'll say like meerkat like animal and it had a strain of COVID and they died and something happened and they came back up and she was like, who had zombie critters on their bingo card <laughs> i was like me because oh, wow. <laughs> 2020 is a whole shit ton shit fuck here but yeah um so this guy david serber saw it and i think he kind of tried to share the coordinates but then um by the time people went to go look for it, it wasn't there anymore. <laughs> oh lord! So like I said, too much time on their hands. <laughs> so weird. And then the reason why, like, the wildlife people didn't want to share it right away was because they didn't want people to get stranded trying to look for this thing. Because mm-hmm. you it's know on they would. Land, so it's illegal. But it's okay because the thing picked up and went to Romania. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. Speaking of Utah, I've been watching this show called Escaping Polygamy, and I'm all in. Wait, where? <laughs> and why didn't you tell me? This sounds like something I would love. I got many, many to text y'all about it, but usually it's during the show, and then I wouldn't. But it's a lifetime show, so if you have anything, they will give you access to like previous lifetime. Because I think now it's on season four. Okay, but. You know, you know, I love me my polygamy shows, but basically, it's like a white underground railroad. <laughs> Somebody would call and be like, "Hey, we want to escape," and they're like, "Cool, we'll be at your house." You know, at this day, and like sometimes, what stresses me out is sometimes people just want to pack too much shit. So there's one chick. <laughs> I sure like can't pick up and legal. go. <laughs> yeah, 
It was very like it's very cult like. So like it's this family called the Kingston family, and basically they just circulate their women. So this woman was like the legal wife of one of the Kingston brothers, and she's like, I want to leave because my youngest girl is turning 14 soon and they're gonna try to like court her and all of that yeah so they go first of all they live in the compound there's one way in and one way out mm. they go over there isn't that a fire hazard they don't care oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they go in with the u-haul truck She's talking about, okay, so we're taking a table. The box is under the table. The box is on top of the table. She's like, where is the deep freezer? I'm like, bitch, get out of Girl, there. Girl, you got to pack a bag, one bag, and go. Right. Hell. I was like, deep freezer? How are you going to take a deep freezer? Like, y'all are snuck in here with a U-Haul truck. With a whole camera crew. <laughs> with a camera crew. And, like, somebody, like, walks by, like, a truck window. They're like, we're being watched. And I'm like, you have a whole fucking U-Haul truck. What do you think is going to uh-huh. happen? <laughs> Girl, uh-uh. It's just the app, but they make it. <laughs> uh-uh. But, yeah. Uh, it's a great show. <laughs> when you mentioned Utah, I thought you were going to say you watching um Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, girl. Um, it is brand new. And that girl... One of the women on there married her grandmother's husband. Her grandmother passed away. It's not her grandfather. It's her step-grandfather. And when her grandma passed away, she married him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's weird because it's like... And they're all like Mormons. It's a family circle. <laughs> right. Like, it's a family circle. It's not even like a family tree because it's like you got to marry either your cousin or your uncle. That's pretty much it because they're trying to keep Ugh. their their bloodline pure and i'm like so i keep looking at these people like what's wrong with y'all because y'all are inbred like a motherfucker (laughs) but (laughs) yeah it's interesting anyways so lastly (laughs) speaking of women um Biden hired an all-female senior communications team Mm -hmm. and he named mira tandon the director of omb um Maybe it wasn't this article. No, Rouse. Cecilia Rouse is the chair of the three-member council of economic advisors. She is black. She's going to be the first woman of color to chair the council. And that made me happy. And I think (laughs) another article mentioned her sorority affiliation, which is Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And I was like, that's great. Don't tie me to that but i think that's what i read in a different article but you know it seems pretty cool um they seem to already be very cohesive and so that's really good yeah i don't know enough about any of these people and i feel bad because like i probably should know some of them but i don't know enough about any of these people to really be excited about them but i well these women to be excited about them but i do know that um when they posted like the picture when i saw it on the news of all of the women that he had like it was a nice pic- like it was good to see a picture look like that mm-hmm. um with just a lot of women i saw several women of color of course now mind you this is in the morning i'm getting dressed i do not have glasses on and remember i do get ready <laughs> in the dark so all of them may have not it may not have been as many women of color as i thought i saw but it, it was a nice looking picture but i can't really speak to anybody in particular because i don't know these people yeah but 
it was cool to see. It's just refreshing when he when he nominates people. A lot of people actually, um, as an aside, uh, the deputy's secretary is a Nigerian man. Hi. And he's going to be the highest ranking Nigerian in America. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just cool to see, like, Trump is doing shenanigans. It's cool to see Biden actually, like, doing yeah. his job, even though it's not even his job yet. It's good to see him hiring people who are qualified and not yeah. simply related to him. Yeah, and even, like, I don't know if you get... Um, alumni emails from a certain gentleman from Mississippi State, but um, he was like, hey, Brian's looking for people to be on his cabinet. Here's a link. And I'm like, that's cool. Y'all don't want me on that cabinet, but I'll pass it on (laughs) to other people that are cool. (laughs) I don't open any alumni mail. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. I get plenty of it. He shares. Yeah, the one I know, he shares a lot of like great job opportunities. So I'll That's good. pass it on to other people at least. Yeah. If it's not for me. Yeah. It's usually not for me. Anyways, so we're going to move on to our someone's. Oh, we're going to take a break and listen to our sponsors. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right, and we are back, and we're going to mosey right on along to our someone something. Someone something. (laughs) Okay, so our someone something, um, you know, I was just looking for some good black news, and there's a website called (laughs) goodblacknews.org. Hey, 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 hey. Good things. (laughs) Sorry. What? Back news channel snork <laughs> about the good things black people do and give and receive all over the world. <laughs> I didn't know if we we're keeping our our sources secret, but oh no, I was I was just saying I was like excited about the name, good black news. Oh. Like, give it to them straight. I mean, yes, I would like to keep our sources secret, but no, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm like, you want some good news? Here you go. <laughs> Noah Harris was elected president of Harvard's Undergraduate Council, becoming the first black undergraduate elected as student Come body on. president at Harvard University. Harris is a junior from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Come on again. And this is all I had to share. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, there have been two other black students that have previously headed it, but he's the first black man to be elected by the student body. Okay. And, of course, he told his hometown paper, the Hattiesburg American. Because, <laughs> yes. And he does not take the honor lightly. <laughs> uh, he said, especially with everything that went on this summer with the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery. All the protests that went on in this moment of racial reckoning in this country. This is a major statement by the Harvard student body to entrust a black man with such an unprecedented moment in its history. And I'm so excited for him. Yes. I remember when I went to uh went to state and we rallied and elected a black guy as <laughs> student body president. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like it felt like Obama winning all over again. <laughs> or maybe it was before Obama won. Just before Obama yeah. went. But <laughs> it felt like Obama winning. Like, it was such a great thing. So I'm so happy for him that, yeah. you know, on, at his school, um, 
they're working on trying to focus on improving students' health, mental health and physical health. So, hey, yay! <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move along to our poor life decision. By the way, there's a sale with Shine Premium right now where you can get $20 for a year of it. I don't know if it's still going to be there by the time y'all hear this, but check them out. (laughs) Okay, so this past week was so relaxing and helpful, even though like I was stressed out about cooking everything. But this past week was so great because I felt like I finally got some rest. I finally did not have to think about work that hard. And, you know, whether you took the whole week off or you just took, you know, the last two days or the last three days, I think we all came back a little bit rejuvenated because we really got to get back to what we really think matters in life mm-hmm. outside of, you know, trying to make income. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, on that screen, I wanted to talk about types of rest you need to actually feel recharged um like i said this article is definitely from our friends at shine but really quick chris what's your go-to form of rest sleep <laughs> it is and it's not it's not always the rest that i need but it's what i go to which is why even after i sleep i'm still tired because it wasn't what i needed yeah but that's what i go to um Outside of sleep, I think other ways that I rest is just like enjoying content that doesn't require much for my brain. So yes. as of yes. late, TikTok, yes. um, Parks and Rec, which I was really mad because Parks and Rec moved off of Hulu, but Peacock is currently free, so I'm okay. <laughs> I just so have like, so many feelings about all of these streaming platforms, specifically yeah. those like Peacock that belong to a major network. Yeah. Like I'm not buying all of these things and I refuse. And well, I was, yeah, I was mad. Cause I was like, I'm not about to buy pay for Peacock. And I knew I was going to, cause I had to get Parks and Rec, but they were like, <laughs> it's free. And I'm like, great. <laughs> oh, it's Peacock is free. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is what I figured out last week. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's times um, when, like, your brain is just everywhere and you just need something that you can engage in that doesn't require much thought. And that's one of my favorite ways to rest. Um, she talks about sometimes, um, the art, the writer of the article talked about sometimes she would enjoy, like, just, you know, getting a pedicure and at other times... She would be agitated when she got out of there and even a little tired because she did not fully rest out other things in her to be fully rested. So according to physician Sandra Dalton-Smith, MD, author Sacred Rest, Recover Your Life, Renew Your Energy, Renew Your Sanity. That's a lot in one Anyways, humans need physical, mental, social, creative, emotional, spiritual, and sensory rest. What does this look like? Don't worry about it, because we're just about to tell you. <laughs> um, 
Scanning the proper type of risk requires identifying what exactly you're missing. So for a lot of people, if you have a deficit in an area, you're likely to experience specific symptoms. If your deficit is mental risk, you might have trouble with concentration. If you have an emotional deficit, you might find yourself snapping at people and they haven't really done anything. If you have a sensory test deficit, maybe you used to love the 4th of July fireworks, but now you're jumping out of your skin or you're chronically anxious when getting out of the car. Literally today, I was driving and I was getting anxious because I was like, I felt like cars were following me and cars are just driving on the road. <laughs> but I was like, why is everybody following me? Why are they so close? Listen, why did she make a left turn? I did not turn on my signal when I made this turn. <laughs> she is following me. <laughs> right. So, you know, Listen, I have actually passed me. my house before because I thought somebody was following me, and I was like, "You ain't gonna get me in the house." I was like, "Why do you keep staying in my lane? Like, go to another lane. I'm not even driving that fast." Anyways, so, um, generally, um, this is not in the article, but I think Americans we have been taught to like ignore rest. You've heard things like sleep is the like cousin of death and you know stay on your grind while you're watching empire i was building my empire and that's exhausting <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking exhausting so we're gonna that's that's llc that. twitter <laughs> oh my God. llc but then they always want llc in their logo get me started on that shit. anyways <laughs> you don't have to put llc on every single thing about your business anyways um So we're going to talk about how we're going to get the rest we deserve in all of our ways. So the first way is physical rest. Uh, You definitely know if you're physically exhausted, you're struggling to keep your eyes open, and even walking to bed feels like moving through quicksand. The most common form of physical rest is sleep. So you could try continuing. Consider hitting the hay 30 minutes earlier, or this was my favorite one, sitting on that high intensity interval training class and i (laughs) am absolutely gonna sit out of that class but anyways (laughs) catching up on physical rest could also be taking deep breaths during the work day or squeezing in a restorative yoga class to give your body some time to stretch Mm -hmm. more energy and less yawning should be a pretty obvious sign that it's working so next up mental rest Ever feel like your brain's turned to mush? Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) Then you know what it's like to need mental rest. You may realize you've been staring at the same page of a book for 10 minutes or just sent a barely comprehensible email. Perhaps you notice your thoughts start turning to negative, judging everything you do like, perchance, or everything you do like, perchance, sending an awkward email. The next time you need a mental break, turn off your screens. I know this is hard to hear. You're talking to me. <laughs> Doyen, turn off your screens. And take a few moments to ground yourself. You might try adding a meditation to your day or simply repeating a calming mantra. So I'll tell you my therapist, because I was like, I know they say we should meditate, but that sounds boring. And she's like, no, you just got to create an aura around it. And so she was like, you know, burn your favorite candle, you know. Turn on your favorite music. Get in a spot that you like. And then she's like, literally all you got to do is have like some writing prompts that you put in a jar. Pull one out. 
right about it for five minutes and that's meditation so meditation does not have to be sitting still saying um, right right yeah. my brain my brain gets to place like when i try to meditate where i'm like oh i'm not thinking about anything and then i'm like oh my god i'm not thinking about anything and then i'm falling yeah. off <laughs> that whole thing and then i have to restart back get back to that space so that's hard for me so even if i could just like meditate but think meditating <laughs> is purely being in the moment so you don't have to sit there like you said um even though that's what that's what we see on tv and so that's what we feel like we're supposed to do but um mm-hmm. i remember uh uh deepak chopra talking about how he could meditate while he's driving because it mm-hmm. is it, it is simply just being in the present and mm-hmm. when you think about it and when you <laughs> i was amazed at how much i'm not in the present mm-hmm. how i'm always thinking about something else that's future. got to be done yeah or mm-hmm. sometimes i'm in the past <laughs> i'm in mm-hmm. my feelings then <laughs> but yeah i'm <laughs> always thinking about things that need to be done what i need to do or remember to do this or don't forget that or oh yeah i want to try that like it is just constant and meditating is simply being present in the present moment yeah yeah and i think also we've talked about it before like that where like meditating is kind of like prayer once you get mm-hmm. into that habit you could do it anywhere 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 but just getting to that space where you're able to sit down and think through your thoughts and, you know, take that time for that rest is pretty good. It's hard at first, just like prayer. It's hard at first, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. Next up, social and prayer is a form of meditation. Right. High key and low key. Um, next up, social rest. Um, I've had a lot of social rest this year because we're in a panty. We're in a perpendicular. Mm. <laughs> I like perpendicular. <laughs> <laughs> Socializing can be exhausting, but balancing draining encounters with restorative ones can help bring balance. My biggest deficit is social rest. Dalton Smith says, I'm an overachiever. I'm competitive. And I like to be moving towards goals. It becomes easy to be the solo warrior. So for me, social rest means finding people who are in my tribe, women I don't have to compete with. For you, social rest might mean catching up with an old friend who knows the way you think and feel without any lengthy explanation. Perhaps it's just taking a night off from socializing via Zoom and FaceTime and reconnecting with yourself. Mm. So I know at the beginning of this pandemic, I was like, how am I not going to do this with people? So I was video chatting. I was on all the Zoom calls. And now I'm like, I'm good on that. I am so zoomed <laughs> out. Like, I got zoomed out really early on because I was yeah. because I was making myself available for everybody <laughs> and everything. Because I was trying Mm -hmm. to be, I don't know what the word is. I was trying to acknowledge that this was really hard on, I mean, it was hard on, it's hard on everyone. It's hard on me too, but I was trying to acknowledge that it's really hard for those people who need socialization, like who need to be around other people. Mm -hmm. And I just burned out fast. (laughs) I just burned out fast. I just think about, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was on all these video things at the beginning of this pandemic. And now I'm like, 
mm, I'm good on that. Right. <laughs> and so, like, knowing where your, like, ideal spot is, you don't always have to. That's all I would say up there. Yeah. Creative risk. Chances are you flex your creativity more than you think. Ever brainstorm solutions at work or put together plans for a bachelorette party? You're tapping into creative thinking and putting yourself in need of creative rest. Give yourself a break by going on a walk in nature or reading an engrossing book. Surrounding yourself with inspiration can replenish your dream resources. So this week, I was putting my pillows up and I stacked like two pillows on one side and two pillows on the other side. I was like, you know what? I have room for Christmas pillows. So guess what I bought today? <laughs> Christmas pillows. And I was like, oh, this is so fun. I have a little Christmas couch. <laughs> and that was my creative rest. Um, because usually, like, I have, like, creative outlets to do stuff. But lately, a lot of the things I've been doing freelance-wise has been creative. So creativity has gotten draining for me. And so I'm... Um, working it out in different ways like prepping for Christmas and I have like my Christmas tree up but then I've been like panicking about the Christmas ribbon so the Christmas ribbon is still sitting where it is because that's my creative rest is I don't have to always do that's right. things that's right. <laughs> that's right. next up this is kind of what we were talking about last week Emotional rest. Mm -hmm. Think of how you feel after a funeral or breakup or rewatching Titanic. Hungry, exhausted, and confused all at once. Get some emotional rest by offloading your feels to a willing listener, then keep talking to prevent future emotional overload. This could mean scheduling regularly therapy sessions or finding people with whom you can be 100% yourself or creating a podcast so you can whine at your friend every week. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and drink. <laughs> <laughs> On drinks. <sighs> While drinking. It's the best. Um, <laughs> but emotional, we all need like an emotional safe space. So um, whatever it needs for you to rest emotionally and not feel you know but it's a safe space for you. Right. Basically. Uh, spiritual rest. Do you feel afloat, unanchored, alone? You're likely in need of some spiritual rest. That can mean practicing your religion if that's your jam. But it could also mean seeking out a sense of purpose. Something mm -hmm. to ground you and provide a little context. Volunteering, however, you might, you can, might help you find that spark. As could chatting with a friend about the current state of the world. Um, it's funny enough the other day I was chatting about the current state of the world I was at like a restaurant around the corner and I was picking up clam chowder and I started talking to this white woman and I was just like yeah I was in California when we found out Joe Biden won and she's like oh my god I was so relieved I'm like oh my god yes like <laughs> and I was like you know like for that second I was like I feel good um, another thing with spiritual rest, memes. Sending memes to your friends. I tell you, like, <laughs> like this whole world is fucked, but these memes are helping us cope. <laughs> memes are like memes are like a Hallmark card from Jesus. It's like he said, Here you go, Chris. You needed to smile. Here you go, yeah. kiddo. And then he ruffles my hair on the top. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's just, 
I don't know who created memes. I don't know how Our they comedy. first started. But you know it was us. Like, well, I know it was us. But, you know. <laughs> I know it was us. Just, you know, laughing just is so like they say it's the best medicine, but it's almost the best church sometimes. Like just mm-hmm. having that humor to like not take life so seriously mm-hmm. and just laugh at stuff. Um, I saw somebody Photoshop. I don't know if Trump was actually at the small desk, but they photoshopped him having like a tea party with these little kids. No, that <laughs> desk like, is real. That little ass desk is real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little tiny desk concert. <laughs> exactly. The tiny desk concert. Like, I don't, I don't know. Fake election. Anyways. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, that was a cool thing. And then this week, um, I realized that the praise and worship leader is right in my register. And when I tell you, I was so <laughs> encouraged in this. It makes me feel like <laughs> I can sing. When they, like, <laughs> I was like, you know, encouraged myself in the Lord. Like, I could be a praise and worship leader one day. Right. I probably won't. But, you know, praise and worship backup. That's what I like to do. Um, <laughs> I was doing a... Um, Yesterday, I was doing a praise dance to some song that didn't need to be happening at all. I feel like it was to Hamilton or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was something that was like, it did not need to happen to that, but I was still doing it. Well, listen, I did a praise dance, (laughs) but it wasn't for... (laughs) So, I bought... I bought a Sinu Plus um, to irrigate my nasal cavity. Is that the one by Vicks? No. no. I, I think the one by Vicks is either it's either the Navage or it works like the Navage. Um, mm-hmm. But I got this one specifically because, you know, my tonsils are awful. And my doctor had mentioned getting something to irrigate them with. So this had the attachments for the tonsils. Which I cannot use because I tried and I gagged. But, <laughs> y'all, I don't know if y'all have ever irrigated your nose before. Choke. Uh, I, my sister does it all the time. My sister, your line sister. And I'm like, no. I've never <laughs> used a neti pot because I've always said I'm she afraid I'm going. Pot. Huh? She loves the neti pot. I feel like I'm going to drown. And I told my mom Me I'm too. not going to do it because I feel like I'm going to drown. Girl. <laughs> Oh, girl, this thing. So the first time I did it, it burns like, you know, when you're swimming and you make a mistake and pull in a little water, that's how it burns because mm-hmm. you use mm-hmm. a saline solution with it. And, you know, you, you put the thing up your nose and it shoots the water up and then they tell you to hold your tongue to the roof of your mouth to keep the water from coming out of your mouth so that it comes out the other side of your nose. I started jumping around. <laughs> I was praise dancing for real because it was awful. Well, I did it again last night because I was like, look, I done spent 80 bucks on this thing. <laughs> I'm going to use right. it. I did it again last night. And this time I turned the water pressure up some. And that actually really mm-hmm. did help. Um, it didn't burn as much. But still, mm-hmm. it's just. <laughs> Child. And the thing I, had the nerve to say to do it every day. Every, 
Yeah, <laughs> and then they were like, if you're sick, do it twice a day. And if, like, um, during, like, allergy season, do it twice a day. There's no way I could do that in the morning because your nose, that, your nose runs for a long time afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing my mom crazy. used to do to me that I, I would call borderline child abuse now is uh, <laughs> she would, like, boil some water and she'd take, like, a spoon of Vicks and put a blanket over my head. Yes. And I had to, like... Yes. Mix it around yes. and breathe it, but I don't like breathing hot air. <laughs> yes, even if it means that I'm gonna breathe. <laughs> yes, my my great grandmother used to do the same thing to me, and I did sort of the same thing to my niece. Um, but what I did was I had a really small bathroom back then, and I would just close the bathroom up and turn on the shower really hot and let it get steamy mm-hmm. and sit in there with her, and she hated it. Like she, I mean, she was an arm baby, but she was stuffy and you would see her like trying to fight the steam. <laughs> and I was like, baby, you got to breathe. I it. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Like not saying it's not effective. I just don't like it. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to have this congestion, a whole like sinus infection. I don't care. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Granny would also put her fingers down in the Vicks and take a big gulp of it on her finger and then tell me to swallow it. No, tell me to oh, swallow no. it. Yes. This is when I was little. She would also have me take a swig of castor oil. And then when I got older and I was like, um, this bottle clearly says do not ingest. You're trying to kill me. And she was like, you survived, right? Yes, girl. But did you die? But did you die? Like, she used to make me swallow a hunk of that VIX and take a swig of castor oil. Like, if you were constipated, take you a swig of castor oil. <laughs> Clearly says on the bottle, do not ingest. Clearly. Our parents are trying to kill us. It's okay with They don't that. care. They don't care. I think that's why we so tough. <laughs> we're not like these new okay. kids. <laughs> right. Well, you know, they can't even take a little Tide Pod. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh Lord, I don't think we're supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> but I am tipsy and I am warm. <laughs> it was that horchata. Anyways, lastly, sensory rest. Sensory exhaustion is one of the most prevalent drainers thanks mm-hmm. to the prevalence of screens. Uh, it causes a lot of eye strain and neck tension and a lot of divorces and broken relationships. I wasn't mm. ready for bro- divorces and broken <laughs> relationships. I was like, yeah, I have a little eye strain neck. Oh, <laughs> divorce. Anyways, Listen. it becomes easier to talk to a computer that breaks intimacy and over time it breaks relationships. So catch up on sensory rest by putting aside the technology and stepping outside for fresh air if you're able to do so. Check in with yourself before reaching for the remote on nights off. Is staring at a screen really the rest you need? You might consider a walk or a good old-fashioned book or an iPad with your book because we gotta stop. Oh, I had to stop buying books because I ain't got no more space. <laughs> Girl. But alas. And it's funny because like when this pandemic first happened, I feel like it was springtime so I would walk my dog all the time and I'm like... I really was walking her all the time. Like I wasn't used to being in my house, and now I'm like, mm, I'm good in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> plus, it's getting cold, and it was like 36 degrees today. And I was like, this is not yeah. cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not attractive. 
<laughs> it's too cold for dogs. But I did buy her because I put her in a shirt today. You know, she's gaining weight. I don't know why. Maybe it's all the human food I gave her. Um, <laughs> so I bought her a sweatshirt so she could wear that when we go outside later. But I was like, <laughs> this little t-shirt I bought her is so tight. <laughs> I don't know. It's her I happy did. weight. It was yeah. It was that Thanksgiving weight that we both got to lose. <laughs> Alrighty. So we're going to move along to our favorite part of the pod, the buy you a dream. All right. <laughs> um, I can go first. Great. Mine is really quick because I have finally joined the Snuggie Club. And I would like to buy a drink for the wonderful Snuggie. I got an extra long one and it has pockets and I love it. And as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to go get in it. <laughs> I actually almost wore my Snuggie for you because I thought you might enjoy it. But um, <laughs> also in the closet, so it might be hot. Yeah, that's, I, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um... I want to buy a drink for small business owners yes. because, you know, this is the season we're going to want to buy shit. But um, if we can make a small business owner happy, if we can put some, buy them some lunch <laughs> for that purchase, it's a lot better than like, you know, giving Jeff Bezos more money. Yeah. He can't even spend Yep. He can't even spend if he got on crack and decided to try to spend all his money on crack. He couldn't even spend that. Yep. <laughs> so, um, just, and I, I will say, like, for friends of small business owners, it costs nothing for you to share their business right. on your um, on your feeds and your stories and things like that. And I really so, like, do that's... look at what people post, like, especially mm -hmm. small black businesses, when their friends... Mm -hmm retweet their stuff or post their stuff in the stories i really do check their shops out yeah this year i am trying to spend more of my money in the black community um and i hope y'all are too um also as a small aside one of my clients their website is called modern i forgot and it's funny because I actually did their website. <laughs> Hold on. Moderngreenbook.net. And so if you're a black business owner, go there and register your business. It's going to be great. If you're looking for businesses both online or in your area, you can also go there and look for it. And it's just a great resource. Um, next year, they're going to be doing a green book book. But for now, they're online. And so, okay. just a small plug, just so we can support Black businesses during this holiday season. Okay. Woo! So, if you want to support this Black business, I just scared the podcast, shit out of us. How? <laughs> I'm... I moved the cord with my foot and I didn't notice. Oh. But then I saw the reflection of it 
in my phone screen. And I thought something ran across the floor. But also, like, you being scared wasn't even like, you were just like, peep. I was like, girl, I jumped. I thought something was in here with me. Child. I don't know what to do with you. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Doya, please tell people how they can talk to us. Well, I was going to start off with how they can support our black podcast business. That is perfect, too. We're on Etsy. It's poor life decision, one decision, because we're changing them one at a time. Um, you can buy a t-shirt or two. Uh, you can buy your may contain alcohol mugs, just so that your family knows what energy you're bringing mm-hmm. to the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, one with alcohol. Or you can always buy a may contain alcohol sticker. It's cheaper than a gingerbread latte. <laughs> and free shipping for the sticker um we're also on instagram as poor life decision again that one decision um check out our post and then we're on twitter as pld pod you could also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com please share some of the poor life decisions you want to talk about um very soon we're gonna have to talk about winter skincare we're gonna have to bring sorobi back because <laughs> i have a dry patch that just showed up on my face for no reason <laughs> <laughs> but let us know what other skincare or, or not skincare well you can tell us whatever skincare yeah. questions you have but yeah. also whatever other things you want us to talk about on the podcast that's right we're happy to do so that's right um can i tell you enough those little Etsy gifts, cute stocking stuffers. Y'all all know somebody who needs a make contain alcohol mug. You all know someone who needs one. Um, also, like Julian said, hop in our DMs. Talk to us. We talk back. Um, we're all trying to make these poor life decision changes. So let us know what it is you want to work on and we'll research it and work on it with you. Um, I just want to encourage everybody to stay warm. Stay mm-hmm. kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Sunscreen and stay water. Stay child free if you're trying to stay that way. Oh, wow. Okay. And, <laughs> and sunscreen and water. And I, that's all I have. <laughs> I just say I've seen a lot of panty babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's cuffing season and that's just a really bad mixture of panty and cold weather and cuffing season. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. We love y'all. Get some vitamin D. Love you. Bye. On the first day of Bridge, me and my partner gave to me a brand new chopper. That bitch got them double D. On the second day of Bridge, I had came up on the beach. She be plotting nigga pockets. I done came up on the lick.